Hello. Hello. Another podcast, another bit of technical issues that we're having. Sounds good. Some things never change. Actually, saying that, I better turn on to my 4G. Otherwise, it's going to be sounding like I'm speaking from a different time zone to you. Yeah, yeah. We... Yeah, please do that. Please do that. Um, just while Tom's doing that, we, um, me and Tom have had to have a little brainstorm over the, the past week. Well, since we've done the last podcast on Tuesday, numbers were going down, Tom. People, people were switching off, weren't they? Yeah, which I, I think is a shame because I, I, I think we're, I think we're getting better personally. But we've had a bit of feedback, some, some critiques of, uh, of been on, which is great. That's exactly what we need. We, you know, this, this is exactly what we're looking for. So we want to try and make it better for you guys listening and gals listening. Really, so talk us through our week, Tom. Just whilst I uh, get the connection, try or well, try and get the connection going. Well, so on. I think it was Wednesday. Um, you messaged me and said we need to get someone on. We we did have plans to get people on, um, people we know for the second series, um, but we thought mm, we're doing something a bit different. Well, I mean, the topic itself isn't anything too out of the ordinary so we're doing a spanish 11 today for anyone who hasn't seen on social media um if you haven't the... what have you been doing sorry if they haven't what have they been doing tom i yeah, know no, get following it's at the xi podcast the 11 podcast on twitter we're on twitter now and if you write in at the xi podcast on facebook you should be able to find it there as well um but yeah so Higo um, said we need to get someone on. Um, said we're and here he is. Hello. Here he is. <laughs> <That's my> magic. <laughs> right. How are we? How are we? I'm good. You? How are Very you? well. Tom's just going to do a little intro. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, it's, it's all still pretty top secret at the moment. Um, yeah, Higo got on to me, said we need to get someone on. Uh, we're doing the Spanish 11, so I thought, oh, well, we need to get someone Spanish on, someone who knows a bit about Spanish football, Spanish players. So I just sort of, I had a little look through my, my Facebook friends list. I only have one Spaniard on there uh, who I went to college with. I haven't spoken to him in a few years, so it might have been a bit strange for me to just pop up. He was also a good footballer, by the way. But I thought, oh, who else might be an option? Now, I know on here I'm always banging on about how I'm an Arsenal fan. But since 2007, I've also been going to watch Dagenham and Redbridge um, regularly. Not so much now that I live down south in Eastleigh. But, I mean, I think between 2008 and 2014, before I moved down here for uni, we missed about four or five games, four or five home games during that time. So Stop I'm trying to say you're a super fan. Hurry up with this, please. Hey, people, people want to know the story. We're going to have Dagenham fans listening today. They want to know. I mean... If you are a Daggers fan listening, you, you should have sort of clocked on already. Um, but the special guest is Joanne Luque. Joanne, welcome to the show. Or Luque, we're allowed to call you, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. But Luque, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So, so today I'm going to keep a bit of a back seat, mate. And I know I say this on a lot of podcasts, but we're going to go through this with, uh, with you and Tom today. And I'm just going to stick my oar in when I feel it's necessary. Okay, he loves sticking his oar in. <laughs> Rumors. Is that is that because you're not you don't know any Spanish player or something? I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm down to the bare bones on this. To be fair, I'm a uh, yeah, not so not so great at this one. <laughs> well, you know what? Just before we get going, um, like I said, I hope there's going to be a lot of Dagenham fans listening, and they will all know Luke uh, from this season. But for those who aren't Dagenham fans, who aren't too familiar with lower league football, um, Luke, could you just sort of talk us through your background, your career so far? How did you end up in England? Yeah, so basically I was playing in Spain my whole life. Uh, gone through the Barca Academy when I was young. Uh, with um, from, another, from Barca, I went to another academy here in, in Spain. Always played because... Um, here is quite different to England. So here you you have competitions every year, even when you're so young. Like you could be seven, but you compete in. So I've always played um, at the highest levels for every age I've played. 
Um, and then I start playing the equivalent to um, League Two in Spain. So um, it's called Tercera. So I played in well, five, five or six clubs here before I, I started my adventure in, in England. And then um, I started it because one friend that I knew from when I was young that we played together like ages ago. He told me that he was in England and he was doing kind of like a draft that he, it was called um, England The Chance, that basically it was to go to England for one week, do training uh, with uh, another 21 guys, uh, be in training for one week uh, with uh, an English manager, that in this case it was uh, Jody Brown, that the Duggars will know because he was the uh, first team coach for um, Peter Taylor. And uh, he liked me and then he decided to sign me for for Haybridge. And I did really, really well. We had the best season in the history of the club. Like uh, We reached the playoffs. We went to the first round proper in the FA Cup. Uh, we went to the second round in the FA Trophy. And I scored uh, 30 goals, I think. So that gave me um, the platform to go to Lincoln the next year. Not a bad, uh, not a bad ratio, that Luke, was it? Yeah, it was a big step, but um, it wasn't really like I would not say it wasn't really a big step for me because obviously I knew that uh, hey, maybe wasn't my level, but I I needed to prove it. So I proved it, and then the thing that happened was that in Lincoln, the Cowleys, for example, they thought that my level, like I came from the level of Haybridge, but Haybridge was like kind of a platform, you know what I mean? Because yeah. my level in Spain wasn't as low as it could be in difference between Lincoln and Haybridge, you know what I mean? It could yeah, be okay. maybe National League or one less, you know? So I'm not saying anything about, like anything bad about Haybridge because I, I completely loved them and they, they gave me everything to be fair because without that chance, I couldn't do any any sort of career in England and I yeah. did enjoy it a lot. That was my best year so far in, in England. And um, But as I was saying, uh, when I went to Lincoln, they thought that I was a player from step, uh, like from division um, Eastman, uh, Ryman, uh, yeah, Ryman North. Eastman yeah, Ryman North. Right, yeah, from Ryman North. So that didn't give me many chances to get in the in the team you know even even knowing that my ability was good enough to to be in the team but yeah, they, no. they didn't trust me so much so yeah that's strange because i mean there's there's players who are playing sort of championship premier league now who have um played that level so for example um you might have heard of dwight gal he played um he played for dagnum for a while he's playing for newcastle now but he actually played uh, in the league below the the Ryman North at one point, and he still got his chance. I, I suppose for for you, it's just about someone who trusts you and puts faith in you, really. Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, I think for example, this season um, with Peter Taylor, even the, the team wasn't doing really great. Uh, I was doing like I was having good starts, uh, good uh, performances. Uh, I think through the half season. I had like five goals and nine assists. That for yeah. a winger, if you if you double it until the end of the season, it gets you to ten goals and eighteen assists, which is a good number for an, a winger. Good and match. If the target remember, I've hit the post about four times this, this <laughs> yeah. season as well. Yeah. So it could be four more goals. That I mean, in, it's just getting the chance to get playing every week and then show how good you can be or. In the case you're bad, how bad you can be, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I've so I've, I think I went about ten Dagnum games this season, and one that I remember that you stood out in, um, especially because it's only down the road from where I live now, was the um, was the Easley away game. Um, I'm pretty sure you scored in that game, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my first goal. 
Yeah, was that? Yeah, because I mean, I remember that that game. You, it was quite a quiet, boring game. But I remember you was on form, and I, I was watching it with my girlfriend, and she actually said, she even said you was the best player on the pitch, and she said you was good looking. So cheers for that. <laughs> that thank you. <laughs> yeah, he's, no, had to, he's had to I, give her a mention, hasn't he? In this in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's that's pretty much it. Football is all about uh, opinions, and it's all about uh, opportunities. Obviously, I had one opportunity at Lincoln against Blackburn in my position and I showed him that I was good enough because I scored. And not because just scored, because everyone was like kind of impressed. Like, well, look, you're playing really well. And I was like, yeah, you you don't really rate me how how good I am. You know what I mean? You think I'm yeah. worse than what I am. It's just yeah, but I mean... Chance. And even the players, some players were like, Look, you're playing really, really well today, and I was like, "Well, yeah. If I play normally, I would play like this every week, you know." And obviously, well, you, if you play with good players around you, that, that if you if you do a one-two and they give it to you in the best way of the pass and, and all these little details, that that's the difference between playing in the Ryman North and playing uh, in the Chamber or playing in the League Two. You know what I mean? That yeah, those well. sort of details. That people will be more careful about his passing, will give you the ball to the safe side, or will give it to you in advantage in, instead of like in, to your back. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, well, I was going to say you went. Um, didn't you go back to Concord and yeah. straight away you're you're scoring again? And I mean, even though they're Conference South, I mean, I've looked at that team and there's there's some decent players in there. Was you playing on the other side from Danny Green? Yeah, I was playing on the yeah. yeah, yeah. The thing is, I mean... when I went to Concord, my my confidence was so low because yeah. obviously I went from Lincoln that I wasn't playing. Yeah, you're at Lincoln, the top of the league, and you feel like oh, I I, I could be playing, you know. Um, yeah, it was really good players around me and uh, in the team. Like I don't know, they they played in the, some of them played in the champ in the league one, but. Yeah, I went to Concord and then that gave me uh, my confidence back and I start scoring goals again and doing a, making assists. And then from there, uh, when when I was uh, playing at Concord, while I was playing, uh, I was training with uh, Dagenham already um, to keep my, my fitness levels as a full-time player. And uh, that gave me the platform to, to sign in the summer. And, they already uh, saw a bit of you then. Yeah, and basically that was the story. And then obviously this season, uh, as, I, as I told before, uh, the new manager came in. Uh, I was playing regularly, I would say 70% of the games. And uh, suddenly uh, the, the Daryl came in and I didn't play any. Only the Essex Cup. And I was playing in midfield, which is not my position. Yes, uh, it's a strange one. There, I, I was going to say just for just for Daggers fans. I mean, it's clear that there's there is a lot of talent in that side. Like, there's good players in there, but it, it just didn't seem to gel. What what did, could you pin, pinpoint the issue, or was it just one of those things? It just wasn't clicking. It it, it just wasn't clicking. Like, uh, we had really good games uh, that we were playing good or something, but. Uh, we've had like individual errors, uh, mistakes, or something that we get the game hard for us. You know what I mean? Like a little detail that will put us um, um, one down. You know what I mean in the in the game. So it was always like climbing a mountain, climbing a mountain, and obviously you can't get to the top always. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't make the comeback every game. And games that we were winning, um, we we conceded in the last minute, or uh, games that we should have drawn, we conceded in the last minute as well, or something like that. And loads of games. If, if you look at the stats, loads of games were like this. So it was always like, okay, next week we will do it next week. But obviously that week didn't came like... To the, the that that week that we needed to to kick off didn't really came like uh, in sort of like a run of games without we we've only had one run of games that was uh, at the end of uh, at the beginning of the season sorry 
Yeah, I mean, I, I thought, well, as a fan, we all thought after the um, after the Aldershot game it might kick off, but it, it just never seemed to happen really, did it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, well, hopefully, I mean, from from Daggers fans, hopefully you do get another chance next season, and hopefully we can we can all kick on. Are we all ready to get on to the, uh, the Spanish eleven now? Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. this is as big as opportunity being on this show. To be fair, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. what, an, what an opportunity this is! We'll showcase these talents of yours. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to share we'll have to share your highlights videos to social media just in case you need that move. <laughs> yeah, just in case. I, to be fair, I've got contract, but I don't really know what Darius thinks because I haven't spoke to him yet. But obviously, if you look around and see what he was doing with me, I, it doesn't seem really really good to be. <laughs> well, do you know what me me and Higo will um. We'll get our hammers out. We'll go and play. We'll go and pay Daryl a visit, and then hopefully we're <laughs> out of there. It'll start. Okay. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll negotiate some better terms. Don't worry. <laughs> right. Okay. Um. So we'll start. Uh. We'll start from the top. Then we'll start from our strikers. Um. Who wants to throw some names out there first? Um. I would say. I would say mine. I yeah. put Torres down. Fernando Torres. Yep. Um, even I don't like him because I don't like him. I think I don't think he's good, or I don't rate him as maybe as good as he's been in uh, his career through the the clubs he's played, the thing he's won, uh, the trophies he he's achieved. But obviously, what he did at Liverpool. If you look at the highlights he did at Liverpool, he was unplayable. So that's why I put him. And uh, that's my striker for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think you're spot on, and I'm not sure if you agree, Higo. But I mean, we in previous episodes we we've talked quite a lot about Torres, and like you said, at Liverpool he he was unplayable. Like his goal to game ratio was ridiculous. Just contributing more to the team than just goals as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, he did tail off with Chelsea. I mean, you said. You're not a fan of him, sort of as a player. You you could probably tell us more about his time in Spain. Obviously, he was with um, Atletico Madrid. Are you are you um are you a Barcelona fan? I mean, from Barcelona. No, no, no. I'm a, I'm a Madrid fan. I'm oh, quite wow. weird because I'm from Bar- I'm from Barcelona, but I'm a Madrid fan. So I'm quite weird in in Spain. There's not but many you, of me. I was going to say that you was popular in school. <laughs> so yeah, the thing is. If you compare the football in England and in Spain, when he played in Spain, you could see that he wasn't good enough on the ball. I mean, technically, he's not very good. But obviously, finishing and running um, to the spaces and running in behind, that it was that these sort of things are what English football is about. He was one of the best, probably, because he showed it. Like, he proved it. So... Yeah, that that's that's basically the difference I I found and the way the 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 thing because I don't like him is because when he played in Atletico in Spain, for example, he I, I don't know with the ball I I could see like he was kind of like struggling like to to make a touch to make a uh, pass or you know what I mean like I I don't mean like struggling like if he yeah. was like a really bad player, but the difference technically be between him and uh, another strikers um, will be like it, it is quite high so that's that's why but obviously as I told before when he played in, in Liverpool he was unplayable like yeah. the goals he scored like the thing he done yeah big done like, Higo, what massive difference yeah I'm saying I'm saying Torres just you know exactly the same if, if Vinic is saying you know, it's the, the toughest striker he's come up against you know, in Liverpool days and that, then then that says something. Goal scoring record speak for itself again at Liverpool. Um as far as strikers go in the Premier League, uh Spanish strikers, yeah, he's probably up there in the tops, isn't he? So if you're thinking yeah. of one, it's gonna be him. Yeah, I mean he was one of my Naldons. I mean I've got two Naldons here and then I've got four others that I would like to speak about so we can dis- decide who the three are gonna be. But here you go. If you want to chuck out another name, and then we'll we'll see if it matches up. Just in, um, I've done Diego Costa because when uh, 
he's not everyone's favourite. He's not always a fan's favourite. He's moany, you know, but Chelsea needed someone aggressive up there. And that's what he brought. He brought that bit of feistiness. He brought players into the game. He he read the game really well. Good hold-up striker. But when he needed to, he stepped up. And it was that aggression that I think Chelsea needed at the time. And like I say, the... The records speak for himself, really, don't they? It's no... What's the word I'm trying for? But if you think of the Spanish strikers, like I say, Diego Costa is, is that guy in there as well. Yeah, I mean, well, obviously, he's Brazilian-born, but a Spanish yeah. international. Um, another no, no. striker, Luque. What, what are you saying about that? Yeah, it's, it's quite the same. Like, it's, it's sort of like Torres in the... In the, in the um, technically... You could see he's not the best. Like right. even with the, every time he touches the ball, it's like scrappy and that. But obviously, as uh, Mark was saying, the aggression, the intensity he puts on, the fight he puts on, like all these things match up with the English football as well. And I think at the time he went to Chelsea, Chelsea needed someone like him. And uh, he did really well, to be fair. It's um, interesting, OK, that you talk about the two different styles of football there, whereas, you know, the, how the English game compares to the Spanish game and how technical, I suppose, the Spanish game is compared to, to the British game, in fact, not even just the English, but the, the British game. Is that always something that is a worry for Spanish players coming over? It's not, I would not say it's a worry, but obviously it's, it's a different that you have to adapt yourself to, to it, like... Um, as a winger, maybe I don't feel it really much. But if when I played in midfield, you had loads more of like long balls, like going for headers or going for tackles or people going for tackles against you, or and it is not really much on the ball passing like uh, centre half would pass you the ball or. You will have to join the 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 second ball because they would play the long ball. You know what I mean, yeah. or something like that. So missing you lot. It's out. quite different. It's quite different to be fair. When I'm playing, I feel I feel it the most. But um, obviously, in the in the highest level in the Prem, it's not that difference. But still, there is a difference between it, and uh, I think they both, as Torres and, and Diego Costa, they, they both match up the English game really well and that's because, that's why they were so successful. Yeah, OK. Tom, what else have you got then? Well, yeah, I was just going to say, I'm pleased you mentioned Costa because he was my second nailed-on striker. Like, I mean, like you've already said, he's just not technically the best, but he would have just been horrible to play against. If I was a defender, if there was anyone I didn't want to play against, it would have been him. Um so, yeah, they're my two nailed-ons. I've got four more names, and I, I couldn't really decide who the last one I'd want to put in would be. So, I'll just chuck them out. There 100%. 100%. 100% you put Reyes in there, ain't you? Mate, Reyes is in there. <laughs> oh, get alive, Tom. Get alive. <laughs> you and your bloody Arsenal. You... <sighs> Go on. Mate, the thing is, right, so, again, you know what I'm like with players who leave Arsenal under sort of bad terms. But the thing with Ray is, I, th- I think when he when he came in, he was supposed to be that Bergkamp replacement. So he wasn't just sort of an all-out forward. He was almost... Not very long for like, was it, if that was the case? No, it wasn't. But, I mean, he ended up a winger later in his career. But he came in to be that sort of number 10. And he he done OK. He, he added a few goals and he, he did add some assists. He, he scored some good goals as well. There's one against Chelsea, I think, in two in two thousand and four it might have been but yeah look he he came in really really young I think he was only about 20 years old when he first came in he didn't adapt well at all he hated the weather he ate the food he hated everything else Um, and yeah I mean apparently there was stories as well that Thierry Henry was a bit of a bully towards him so that was just another reason why he hated uh, he hated being at the club but he still he still performed okay um I, I don't think he ever really reached the sort of the peak that he should have done. I mean, I think he must have got his last Spanish cap by the time he was only, what, about 25, 26 years old. And then he sort of faded away. I mean, back in like back in Spain for Atletico. And then I think he went to, um, I think it might have been... Uh, Seville? 
club. Ben, yeah, Seville, uh, Benfica as well. Won loads of um, sort of um, Europa leagues and that. So he had a good career. I don't think he reached the heights that he could have done, but. I mean, I'll, I'll chuck him in there anyway. Um, I'll tell you my last three, and then you can chuck out any ones you have left, and then we can discuss. Um, another one I put down, again, Atletico Madrid, um, Barcelona for a bit as well. So maybe, um, I know you're a Real Madrid fan, Luke, but maybe you could tell us a bit about him. But is uh, it's Luis Garcia. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, he wasn't, he was never that sort of prolific forward, was he? I know he was sort of more of a, a winger or an attacking mid, but... I thought Liverpool, he, he was OK. He never really, I wouldn't say he ever stood out, but I mean, he was a fairly effective player considering they, they signed him for not a great deal of money. Uh, he got his Champions League win there as well. He's a big part of that team, so he's a shout. I've got two more names. One, a winger, Pedro. I know he's still playing at the moment and he's not the most consistent Um but I thought he was worthy of a shout because he's been, he's been OK at Chelsea. He, he, he does a job. He's not quite reached those levels that he did at Barcelona and my last one one season wonder um meet you just yeah. for one, one season he was he was unbelievable and then he just completely faded away so um, yeah that's that was one of my names <laughs> you got meet you down yeah Lucas, yes. if you could sort of tell us a bit more about any of those players so Reyes Garcia meet you Pedro how they thought of in Spain and how do you think they done in the Premier League yeah, like Pedro, as you were saying, that he didn't reach the levels as in Barca. Like to to reach those levels, you need you need those players around you as well. You know what I mean? It's not the same playing uh, with uh, I don't know. With all my respects, any Chelsea player that to play with Messi, with Iniesta, with Xavi, he played in the best Barca of the uh, of the history. So. Yeah. That gave him the opportunity to, to be the best he could be in his life as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I think he's doing okay um, now. Obviously, not the not not the same. But he's scoring goals. He's giving assists. I think the the ability that he has with both legs that gave him like credit because that's so hard. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I really rate Pedro. I I really like him. Uh, and then Michu, uh he was unplayable as well. Like for one season, mm. if you speak to any Swansea fans, they love him. Like they really love him. Like as as he as if he was like part of the big history of of uh, Swansea. Because yeah. he did in one season, it was like unreal. So I really rate him. But obviously he disappeared. He he got injured, I think, or something. And mm. then he really disappeared from football like from the highest league football yeah so um yeah just your uh your sort of opinion on reyes what do you think about reyes um, oh god i really like reyes uh i think he was he's considered one of the best spanish wingers in the in the in the um, spanish uh, like history because uh, he was really really good uh i think he's the best uh, winger that uh, Sevilla Academy has made, and uh, I really like him. I, I mean, when he came to Madrid, like he won us the league, like in the last minute. So, what can I say? <laughs> Big fan. Yeah. So, um, do you do you what, that season that he had at uh, Real Madrid? Was he played as a winger then? Yeah. 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 So maybe he was a bit wasted at Arsenal, where he played sort of more surprise, surprise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like his crossing, his cr- like his left foot was unbelievable. Like he had oh, a yeah. glove. Like in Spain, we 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 say like if you're so good with the with the, with your foot, we say like you've got a glove on it. Yeah, I don't know if you if you understand why. Like it, it is because like you put the ball whenever you want. Like like if you had like a like if you were doing it with your hand, you know what I mean. So yeah, well. We'd call we'd call it a wand, wouldn't we? He goes, yeah, got a wand. The left foot. Yeah, yeah. So we say, like you have a glove on your on your foot. <laughs> so I think his left foot was one of the best I've seen. To be fair. 
Decent. Right, so have we got any more names to sh- uh, to give a shout out apart from those? Oh, Is that Dol- D- uh, Gerard Dolofeuin? Dolofeuin? Yeah. I that think might... he's yeah. really... I think he's really young. Obviously, the like people has loads of um, how to say it, um, uh, loads of hope on it. Potential, yeah, yeah, like loads of potential, and I think he's showing it like little by little. He's growing in it. Like this season with Watford, they gone to semi-finals of FA Cup, I think, or something. Yeah. So and he's playing really well. He's scoring really good goals, and I think if if he Really kicks off. I think he could be a really, really good player. Well, he is a really good player, but he could be like uh, the ones that make the difference. I'm so surprised Everton didn't take it. It was Everton, wasn't it? I'm just so so surprised that it didn't go on from there for him because he's down on my list. He may meet you, and he he, he's fantastic. You watch him; he's he's incredible, isn't he? Well, I think the thing. He went. He went back to Barcelona after Everton, didn't he? And yeah, but why did they not pick him up? Yeah, I, I don't know really what the, the full story was there, but yeah, I mean Barcelona decided to do the buyback clause, and then they didn't really use him. And then, like uh, Luke said, he ended up having a great season at Watford. I mean, remember that semi-final uh, FA Cup goal that yeah. he scored against Wolves? Like unbelievable. But yeah, I mean, like Luke said, he's he's still got potential because he's only about twenty-four, twenty-five. He's got loads of time, and he's only going to get better. Yeah. So right, okay. he he was down in mine for the exact same reasons. I had Michu as well because I think it was under Loudrup, wasn't it, with Michu that he had that it's sensational yeah. since well yeah sensational season. Um, he linked everything together at Swansea because they lost Sigerson the year before, and they needed him to come into that role. They ended up playing as I think he had the nine shirt and actually playing up top, and he, he just reveled in it, didn't he? And, I think I mean Luke said that he uh, he got injured or he, he retired at thirty one. I think it's technical director somewhere in Spain. Yeah, I know. What a he, shame. He made people come back lower down the leagues in Spain, but yeah, yeah. I, I feel sorry for him to be honest. He he was so good. I wouldn't feel that sorry for him. He probably picked up fifty k a week. Yeah, no, that's a good shot. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> Are we going with Michu then for our last striker? Well, I think the guest has to decide. Michu, well, which who's going to be? Um, yeah, I would say Michu because if you, if you, I think if he didn't get injured, maybe he he could have, you know what I mean. But obviously, we would we not know. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, what he did in one season to is hard on the first season to 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 get a good season like that because you have to adapt yourself to the league. And he did it straight away, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I really like yeah. him for him. Cool, right. So, this is where it's going to get so, so difficult. Because, I mean, Luca, you, you've mentioned how sort of technical it is in Spain. And, like, the midfielders I've got here, oh, my God. Like, the, the midfielders that Spain have produced, even the ones that haven't come to England. But I've got a list here, and I'm going to struggle to pick three, to be honest. Yeah, I've, I've I've done my list before and I picked three because if not I would I could have like gone crazy. My, can I say my three? Oh, yeah, go on then. Okay, <laughs> I would say in the base of it. So I played the four three three. Yeah, one as a defender midfield. I would yeah. say Xabi Alonso. Yeah, and then in front of him I will put David Silva and Santi Cazorla. Well, yeah. let's just finish that there then, shall we? <laughs> Those are my three. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, me, me and Higo, we've talked about Alonso um, before on, on here. And I mean, we've said like he, he was loved at Liverpool, but I mean, I don't think he really got the recognition he really deserved until he yeah. moved to Real Madrid. It seemed like, oh, now he's at Real Madrid. Oh, he, he really is a player because I don't think Real Madrid signed him for a great deal of money considering how good he really was. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I agree with that. Because if you like, you you just have to look at the highlight, the 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 passes that mm-hmm. he was making. Like some passes was like technically you have to be really, really, really good to make a pass like like he did. Like some of them, and um, the the long ball distribution that he has, oh my goodness, he yeah. like he's so good. Like if, at Madrid, he was really, really good, and I'm not surprised that. Uh, Guardiola wants him in as his assistant manager, I think. That's what they're saying. 
He said, what's that? Say again. That Guardiola, yeah. Pep Guardiola, wants him as an assistant manager. Really? I just yeah, didn't know that. Like, that's that, what the press. press is saying here. Sorry? That's a first, that is. We've got a first on the show. Exclusive. An exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's what the press is saying here in, his, in Spain. All oh, right. Well, yeah, why not? Why not? He did yeah. that, wouldn't he? So, Higo, you must be happy with Alonso as well. Oh, I'm buzzing. I'm actually buzzing. Yeah, Alonso. Look, so probably over here he's underrated because Gerard was a massive figure, but there's no doubt yeah. uh, Torres scored the goals that he did with Alonso picking out, like, say, the passes, the range of passing his assists together. So, I'm buzzing that Jerry Alonso is in there. Yeah, I mean, can Higo, can we talk about Santi Cazorla? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mate. I said that as well, but I just love Cazorla. So do we. So I mean, do we. Yeah, I mean, we, we was discussing him uh, the other week, and I've not ever seen a player who's as two-footed as him. Like, I couldn't tell you if he's actually right-footed or left-footed. He probably couldn't tell you either, and... I mean, in terms of, uh, we talk about technical ability, he, he's dribbling. I mean, I, I might be going over the top here, but I think he's as good a dribbler with the ball as Messi is. Yeah, no, no, he's so good. Like, he, he runs the whole Villarreal. Now he's at Villarreal. He runs the whole thing. Like, he's the, the machine. Like, he's the engine for, for the team. Like, <laughs> you can see a big difference when he's not playing. Like, he's so, so good. And as, as you were saying, like, Taking the corners, taking the free kicks with both legs. That's it Crazy. at all. Crazy. He's put a glove Crazy. on it. Yeah, he's got a glove on it. <laughs> he's got a glove. Yeah, yeah. He's got two gloves on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, there's not really much more to say about him. Like, I, I just, I loved him so much when he was at Arsenal. He's just great to watch. And I was just so gutted with these injuries. Like, if, if he never got those injuries, like, God knows how much better he, he could have been. I mean, he was, he was great as it was, but... Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on to the next one before we discuss a few outside shouts. Um, David Silva again. I, I had him down as one of my nailed ons. He's just I, I find him underrated because he's just been so good, so consistent for ten years now. I mean, he scores goals, he adds assists. He, he's just got a bit of everything, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I completely agree. Uh, what are you saying? Well, what more can you say? I think you just hit the nail on the head. A consistent performer. City did not look like the side when he was out injured for a while. It didn't look like the side ticking around like it needed to be with like it does with him in there and standout performer season after season. It's such a shame this was going to be his last one, wasn't it? It is, but I tell you what, what a hair transplant. Well, you get money like that, mate. You can do what you want. Mate, I wish I had one of them. I'm gonna I'm gonna need these uh his hair transplant keys number soon. <laughs> Yes, you are. Luke, just, just quickly on this, Lou was saying about Canty, Canty, um, Santi Cazorla's uh, injuries. Is that because in England we train a lot differently than in Spain or is, do you find it harder in England or harder in Spain? What's, what's the sort of... What's the training? I don't really, I don't really know. He had like... A, I think he, he, he's got really... a really bad luck about it because he... he it seemed like he could never go back, you know what I mean, mm. playing. Yeah. And um, I'm glad for him that he could play. He can play now, and he's he's up at the and on his uh, higher levels again. And, yeah. Um, but we we will never know. Like he is the the only one that really knows what happened with it. I think he's got like he got infections. Then he didn't heal properly, and then. It it go it went for more uh, infections and then it was like sort of the same all the time and he could never go back. Yeah, I mean I've always said it's an Arsenal thing. All these quality players who have had their career sort of cut short by injury while they're at Arsenal, I, I swear to you, they they train on a minefield and their physios massage them with knives because the injuries there compared compared to any other clubs is just yeah. it's crazy. I'm with you on that. It's surreal. Yeah. Um, don't ever think Cazorla with him. How old is he now? 32, 33? Older. Is he older now? Is he? Okay, fair enough. I was going to say, like, I'm guessing Villarreal is going to be his last club. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So if we can, I mean, there's some other names. Obviously, Alonso Silva Cazorla. You can't argue with that. But I mean, Fabregas deserves a mention. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. I forgot to book him down. But, yeah. Like he, like what he did this as well. Like he went really young and he he made his uh, way to the top. And I think he did really, really well. But I, I had to beat those three. <laughs> yeah, of course. They're, they're a great friend. And with that, like, Fabregas, again, someone's put him down probably because of his Arsenal connections and nothing about his football ability. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Fabregas, yeah, obviously, as I mentioned, and Mendieta as well. I think he had a few seasons over here. Um, I think he came from a World Cup as well. So I know we talked about this before that people come from World Cups. He was a Villa, was um, Villa Middlesbrough. Yeah, I mean, I I put Mendieta down as an outside shout, and I mean the reason he's sort of a bit different in here, similar to Arteta, is he done it at a club that wasn't a top top club. I mean, he stood out with Middlesbrough. He managed to sort of drag them to a league club, uh, league cup. He, he was a class player, and similar. That's why I put Arteta down because. I mean, Arteta, he'd done it for years and years at Everton. He got his big move probably just a little bit later than he probably could have. But, I mean, even at Arsenal, he's a good leader. Um, again, a really consistent player. So, I thought he deserved a shout. And my, my last one who probably deserves a mention is Juan Mata. I thought he was quite hard done by at Chelsea. Yeah, I would say as well, Juan Mata. Yeah. He's, I think he's been unlucky with the... In the Manchester that he's playing, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly right. He played with with different players, like the players that were there before. I think he he could have made a a big difference for him. I think the like I was saying before uh, on a lower podcast, like the pressures that Sanchez had to go in for Arsenal. I think Mata has felt the same, but hasn't done anything about it. We, we were saying that Sanchez had to perform at Arsenal when he went to United sort of relied on other people. I think what matters had to try and pull that United team through barbed wire, really. And, and yeah, what could have been if you could have played with some, some top, top players? Yeah. yeah. Right, so we, we can move on now. And this is where it starts to get a bit difficult because, I mean, if anything. all the... These centre backs that Spain have have produced over the years, not too many of them, or not just centre backs, just defence in general, but not too many of them have come over to England. Like the top Spanish defenders seem to stay in Spain. Yeah, no, no, I've struggled here. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> I've struggled in the in the um, in the defence. I put as a centre back, even they not centre backs. I put Azpilicueta. Yeah, because he played. As a, as a centre back, and I put Arbeloa. Yeah, see, funny you, you so you mentioned Arbeloa and Aspilicueta. I've actually got these two down as my potential, um, as my potential right backs. Yeah, I know they're right backs, but I've got the Bellerin. I, I don't know, right? Yeah, I think it's quite, it's quite hard in, the, in defensively because obviously. You've got Piquet, who Piquet, who is play, who's played in um, Manchester, but he haven't really done anything in in no. there. But now he's one of the best defenders. Yeah, I mean, I think they can... must be absolutely cute and they let him go. Well, I don't think yeah, they had a choice. The thing is, why is he one of the best defenders? Because he really matched the style of Barca, and obviously he's he's defending. Um, uh, his defending capacity, he's really good defending. I will not say he's only because he he's good passing it, but you playing in in the Barca that has his style, you match it up really, really hundred percent. And obviously, if you can do your job as well, but from um, playing the ball from the back, that that makes a difference, you know. And I don't know. I think maybe because he was. Like really young, and they he had like Ferdinand, no, I think. Yeah, I'll be the moment after, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why why it didn't work, but obviously, as you were saying, they they could be really <laughs> upset now. I think yeah. you did the nail on the head though with the styles, wasn't it? I don't I don't think you know. Was it? I don't think they would ever got rid of Pompa if they knew. Like hindsight, it's just a ma- you know, massive things. You could have had a PK and, and 
and Pogba playing um, from early ages. But I think it's just a style of football where they were looking to go. And you know, I think they both of them players can say they made the right decisions at the right time, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, should we should we try and agree on a right back now, and then we've got that out of the way? I mean, I've got, like I said, I've got Abla and Aspilicueta down, who um, who Luke's put down as centre backs. Uh, oh. I've got Bella in there too, and I, I've got Angel Rangel in there, who I thought was decent in that Swansea side. I've got Albert Ferreira, who uh, was it Chelsea? Was generally okay. in that. Albert Ferreira is it? Come from Barca, Ferreira, Ferreira. Mm, I don't know him. Before my time. Yeah, so he came, he came over and he was a constant performer for Chelsea at right back. And then I think he got injured just before the FA Cup final. The FA Cup final. And again, he played. And then he started falling out of favour at Chelsea. I think he played like 14 games in two years and um, and left. But I think he now does. I think he's, he's manager. I think Barcelona do like a legends team. And I think he's manager of the legends team at the moment. Uh-huh. Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. I don't really know. No. I don't really know. I don't really know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go off for this one. That he's going to be excluded from the right-back slot, isn't he? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> he's out. He's out. Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, me and Luke have both mentioned Bellerin. So what, what do you think uh, about Of course. I'm surprised it's not a one to eleven of these Arsenal players, Tom. How are we doing in Arsenal Spanish players? <laughs> Luke knows. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention uh, John Terrell as well in centre mids. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Um. I mean, what what do you what do you actually think of him here, go? Because I mean, he was rapid, what? wasn't he? Is that Bellerin's yeah. just rapid? And I think that's all he had about him in, in like the first couple of years. But yeah, Omelie, probably one of Arsenal's best best players, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, he's not. He's sort of hit and miss at Arsenal, really. He's another one who's been injured a fair bit. He played out um, of position when he played left back. Yeah, he's played left back. He's played right back. I mean, he was originally signed from Barcelona as um as a winger. So yeah, I I don't know. It's it's tough with Bellerin. Um, but like like um like Luke said, where we haven't got too many centre backs to pick from, it's it's quite hard to put Azpilicueta in there. No, I've, I've got I've got him as centre back with another. Um, so if you want to go Bella in at right back, because obviously I've got Albert Ferreira and no one knows him, so great one. Okay, we're sticking Hector Bellerin in there. Then are you okay with that, Luke? Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I know he he maybe hasn't won many trophies, but like his consistency, you know, even obviously not now that he got injured for nearly or so, I think. Yeah. But before he was like playing really well, and I I hope he he starts playing at his best again. Yeah, I mean, I think, he, I think he's good. Like he he could be good. Yeah, similar to Delafeu, he's still young. He's still yeah, he's still young. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right, OK, so Bellerin's in there. Now, this is where it does get difficult, centre-backs. I mean, you've, we've already mentioned Arbeloa, Aspilicueta. I've got three more names that I want to sort of put out there. Um, Watch out, they'll all be from Arsenal. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> right, I've done this because I was struggling with centre-backs. And oh. I know he's a left-back. <laughs> OK. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Nacho Nacho Monreal. Oh God! Stop! No, stop it! Nacho Monreal in the center of three center backs. He was he only played a few games there, but he was class. All right, that's enough. No. All right, what's your other two? <laughs> I'm not going to even discuss it. There oh, we are. No Sorry, Albert Ferreira comment, mate. Get it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, right, fair enough. We'll, we'll discard him for centre backs, but I'm going to bring him up in a minute when we get to left. Of course so, you are. Of course you are. Right, okay. left back. Uh, I would say Marcos Alonso. Oh, All right. yeah. We'll dis- we'll discuss him more in a bit. Then let's let's get the centre back. So, oh, centre back. Sorry. Yeah, this is the problem area. Um, yeah. I've got I mean, my... Oh, no, go on, Tom. I, I was just going to say my two names that I put down. 
one again he was probably at his best before he came into the Premier League is um Ivan Campo but I mean he Oh was, he my was... god no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry no what have you done? Oh my god <laughs> I've got Ivan Campo too <laughs> oh, What have you both smoked this morning? <laughs> Bolton legend, Luke. Oh my God! <laughs> That's how bad. Maybe the got... worst centre back I've seen in Madrid in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> He's in. He's in. <laughs> we put him in. Oh my God! <laughs> so Ivan Campo obviously isn't in there because we can't all agree on him. But there's no one no. in my head. There's no one else. Ultimately, I mean... to play centre half. Herrera, Fernando Herrera, one. but he was that one season and, and was on a Zimmer frame. Who? Is it Herrera? Herrero? Fernando Herrero? Come from Real Madrid? Oh, oh Hierro, Hierro. Hierro. But he, he only played like one season. Thing thing is, with Hierro, I mean, he so he, he played for Bolton that season and he did have a good season. Like you said, he was he was well past his best, but they actually wanted him to stay for another year. So he, he did play well in that team. So... I don't know, maybe a shout. I mean, the the other one I've put in again, it's it's not it's not a great shout, but he's a player that I think he'd he'd be disappointed maybe with his time in the Premier League because he was another with potential. It's um, do you remember Mark Muniesa? Yeah, from oh, the he's my friend. I was going to put it down. Are your friends with Mark Muniesa? Yeah, 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 he's my friend. I played with him when we were young at the Barca Academy. I'm really okay. friends with him. Like, well, we know. Really... Like a couple of days ago, I, I did a FaceTime with him. Like he was with his kids, and he's in Arabia Saudi now, I think, and so in Dubai. So we could, oh, class, do you reckon class. we could get him on the next show then? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe he would fancy. Right, I tell you what. Just because of that, um, <laughs> he's in. Okay, you'll, you'll have to share this. Yeah, you'll have to share this with Mark Muniesa. Mark, we love you. You're in. <laughs> he's a great centre off. <laughs> No, I really like him as a player as well. Like, obviously, he's my friend, and I would pick him before anyone else. But uh, I think if you go to like, as I was saying with Mitchu, if you go to Stoke City uh, fans, they love him. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that 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 means all, that all three of them. People don't love people just because I don't know. Like you you. You love a player because of how he played on your team, you know what I mean? He must have been there six seasons, about six seasons, was it? Yeah, I think so. Some, something like that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he stopped playing towards the end, didn't he? You saw he wasn't in the team as much, and that was the season, I think, that they got relegated in the end. So, it's a, it's a strange one there. But, yeah, I did I did rate him when he first came in. Obviously, he was coming in young from Barcelona. Oh, yeah. he, he was that sort of He was that sort of player, but... I don't know, maybe it's because he was at Stoke and obviously they have this reputation of getting it from one end to the other. I don't know, I might be being unfair there, but I mean... Well, his managers were Husey and Pulis. I mean, how's he going to develop any more than that? He's had to hit yeah. the ball, he has to hit the ball to Kenwin Jones. You know? Yeah, that's it. Um, right, so centre-back, should, should we just go with Arbeloa and Aspilicueta, even though it's not their strongest position, no. in my opinion? Should we chuck him in? Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, yeah. OK. So, as Quitter and Arbeloa, let's move on to left-back. I mean, Luke, you've already put out a strong name in there, and he's mighty with us as well. Do you want to talk about Marcus Alonso? Mm, yeah, like, that's that's my pick, because I think he's really, like, his potential is, I think he's quite young as well. Um, and uh, he's got a really good potential to be one of the... Like to be to be playing in like I think he's unlucky that Jordi Alba is is uh, playing in his same position, you know. Yeah. Not he will he will be the starting left back for Spain. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a funny one because he sort of had a resurgence because I remember it's about nearly ten years ago he was at Bolton originally and he wasn't really he was terrible then, wasn't he? Yeah, but he he went sort of done the rounds at European clubs. I think. Kicked off for him, wouldn't it? And then, I mean, his first season at Chelsea, I, I thought he was good. But I mean, his problem is he's he's a good attacking left back, but he's not. I mean, this is the case with most uh, left or right backs now. They just they can't seem to defend properly, and that's in my opinion anyway. But I, I think I mean he adds loads of goals for a left back, and 
He's good going forward. He's, yeah. he's the only person I had by Jose Enrique, so... I put Jose Enrique down as well. I did like him. And obviously, I put my mate Nacho Monreal down at left back. So <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if, if we want to go with Alonso, should we go with Alonso? I think we should go with Alonso because on the goalkeepers, it must be a 50-50 split here. Oh, big time. <laughs> God, really. uh, yeah, I think, I think Alonso. But... Yeah, OK, Alonso's in there. So we're on the keepers then. It's, it's one or the other. Isn't it? Yeah, um, for me, for me, because he's, he, yeah, he's, <laughs> I said it was going to be, but it's not, I don't think. Um, De Gea has, was in a bad United side again. This is the same as about Mata. But some of the stuff is unbelievable that he, he was plucking out the air. And I just think Rayner maybe. He's come back to the Premier League and again a little bit too too old. Yeah, I mean, so I, if I'm talking about De Gea, what I really like about him is, I mean, his first season, he, he was like a twig when he was so skinny, he had no sort of physical... Pit on me. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, was, he was tiny. Well, not tiny in height, but he was just so skinny and he was getting bullied when he was still young. And a lot of keepers, if that happens to them, they're straight back to like straight back to Spain. I'm sure he could have easily gone back to Atletico that summer, but he stuck out. He filled out a bit, and he became probably the best keeper in the last ten years or so. Really, I mean that sort of middle uh, that middle spell when Fergie left, and you know they was the, the tide was so poor. He was just a standout. I mean, it says all you need to know. He won, I think he won Man U Player of the Season something like four times on the bounce as a goalkeeper, like. Who, who does that? Do you know what I mean? Nah, of course they don't. But I do love Pepe Reina because he was, well, in my opinion anyway, he was a, one of the first goalkeepers who came over here who really started getting into the whole playing out from the back thing. Like, his, his sort of footwork was unbelievable. The, his distribution was class, like the sort of, you know, that flat sidekick that all the goalkeepers use now. He was one of the first that I remember seeing doing that properly and yeah he, he was good at Liverpool like you said he's come back to Villa he, he's old now isn't he but maybe yeah. past it but I mean I, I'd, I'd go with De Gea so I, if you're going with Reina and I'm going with De Gea Luke it's, it's down to you to pick the goalkeeper and tell I'll, what. I would say Reina just because uh, when De Gea has played with Spain he hasn't really showed like he he showed like um Loads of mistakes, you know what I mean? Like, really yeah. loads of it, of mistakes. I don't know if it's down to... I don't know. I don't know what it's down for, but he's had loads of mistakes. So, it's, I don't know if it's because he can cope the pressure of, of like, being the keeper of his uh, country, which I don't think so, because if you're playing for the, uh, Man United, fucking hell, you, you should be... Able to cope with any any kind of pressure. Yeah, but I don't know. He's been he's been weird with um uh, with uh, Spain. You know, I think and, uh, I will go for Reina just because how funny he is, mate. <laughs> <laughs> now, and obviously, as a keeper, he's weak. He's good as well. And as so, as you were saying, uh, he's he was one of the first one that start being successful in England. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I'll, I'll go for Reina, and that that would be my pick. Right, Reina's in, so I'll I'll give us a rundown of our team. Tom, we, Tom, uh, when when we put Luke's mate in, I thought in the centre half. Oh. Yeah, I thought I thought we were gonna stick him in, or did we go well, against that? I right, we'll do we'll do an and or. So I'll <laughs> tell you the team that I've got written down here that we've picked. Okay. So in goal, we've just picked Reina. Left back, Marcus Alonso. Centre-backs, we've got Aspilicueta and Arbeloa slash Mark Muniesa. Yeah. Uh, Right-back, we've got Hector Bellerin. Our three centre-mids are Alonso, uh, Silva, David Silva and Santi Cazorla. Up front, we've got Fernando Torres. Nice to meet you. And Diego Costa. I think that's a decent side. That is a very decent side. Very decent. Done well, man. They'll concede a lot of goals, but they'll score loads as well. Yeah. So, nice one. Thank you so much for joining us. I just want to just quickly go over two things, really. Yeah. 
Who uh, who who do you like better, Tom or Mark? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say both. Both. <laughs> oh. And secondly, uh, in your phone book, yeah. who is the biggest celebrity you have in there? Mark Muniesa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that who it is? Uh, yeah, I would say Mark Muniesa, baby. Love it. Uh, yeah. So if you want to get him well, on the show, that's fine by us. Um, yeah, well, listen, at some point, we're, we're going to try and do sort of European um, League 11. So when we finally get on to doing the Le- La Liga at some point, it's going to have to be a Luque and Muniesa special, surely. Yeah, I'll ask him if he's down for it. I'm, yeah, that would be class. Yeah, he probably... He's funny, mate. He's fucking funny. So Love it. He probably, yeah, yeah, probably that, he would uh, like it. So, uh, anything uh, to say to the Daggers fans before we uh, cut off? Uh, well, I would say I hope this fucking coronavirus <laughs> ends, ends as soon as possible so we can go back to the Victoria Road. Yeah. And um, hopefully uh, this coronavirus has made uh, David think about me. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> He plays me a little bit more next season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we'll 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 be round his front door anyway. Um, before we go, um, again for any Dag- Daggers fans listening for the first time or anyone listening for the first time, uh, we've just joined Twitter the other day and it's at the XI Podcast. If you type that into Facebook as well, you can find us on there. Just uh, share it as much as you can. We want to get the listens up again. I'm sure with. Um, with Luke on today, we we hopefully have a spike in in listens. But yeah, just pass it around. Give us any feedback, uh, any ideas for different elevens that we can do. Um, we'll be grateful for that. But yeah, Luke, thanks so much for coming on today. It's, it's been great fun. It's, yeah, it's been so funny, mate. It's been so funny. Cool, Thank you for you to, for having me here. And uh, if I can be again, I will be so pleased with it. Excellent. Yeah, sure. Right, everyone, have a good weekend, and we'll uh, we'll speak soon. Nice yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.